What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode. My name is Daisy. If you're new here, welcome. On this podcast, we talk about self-development, spirituality, where we expand your awareness and all of that good stuff. So as you can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about anxiety and depression. I'm going to be explaining what anxiety is, anxiety symptoms, different forms of anxiety. We're going to touch a little bit on depression, how they go in hand in hand, and how I've been overcoming my anxiety and my depression and I do want to say that I always speak from experience I didn't want to just come on here and just you know start talking about random things I always 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 make sure that what I talk on comes from experience and I'm going to be sharing with you guys what I would call a miracle that had us happened to me and this is one of the reasons why I haven't really been posting is because I've just been working really hard and I've been overcoming so so much and I felt like this was just such an amazing opportunity to bring to you guys and show you guys how I've been overcoming it so what is anxiety anxiety is a feeling of nervousness it is you basically feeling overwhelmed with everyday life with doing the basic things in life like calling for a doctor's appointment you know might get anxiety you don't want to call them you don't want to speak to anyone it can be walking into a store it can range from different things and some of the symptoms are nervousness fear feeling like you're sick all the time feeling like you're going to die uh, rapid heart rate extreme anticipation feeling like everything's gonna go wrong, feeling like a loss of control. These are just some of the symptoms that anxiety is. And another one is intrusive thoughts, intrusive thoughts that are mainly negative. And there are just so many different forms of anxiety. Some of them are social anxiety. There is generalized anxiety. There's PTSD. There are phobias, so many different forms, right? But some of the main causes for these anxieties are childhood traumas can be traumas when you grow up it can be you know after you have a big accident or something that just really hits you you know hits your soul and changes the way that you see things and it makes you come up with these false beliefs that you might be holding now anxiety and depression go hand in hand because anxiety is you thinking too far out in the future while depression is you thinking about the past too much and they go hand in hand because with anxiety you have all of these intrusive thoughts but when they become really negative and repetitive it can cause you to become you know depressed and come into this depressive state and depression itself is just this persistent feeling of unhappiness and unworthiness and starting to feel loss of motivation with the things that you used to love now some of the symptoms of depression are destructive thoughts the same thing kind of like with anxiety um feeling tired all the time excessive sleeping it can be isolation self-harm just all of these negative things that depression brings with you right so before you start trying to heal something and this is why I messed up. This is why I wasn't able to overcome a lot of the things that I'm now able to overcome. But if you are someone who you're trying to heal anxiety and depression, it's important to 
start off small. The main goal right now is not to overcome anxiety and depression. And I know that kind of sounds backwards, but of course that is the ultimate goal. But right now, it's not about overcoming it. Right now, it's about healing the parts of you that need attention. It's about you bringing down the anxiety and depression, but not completely getting over it. And this is kind of where I messed up because as I always say, I'm the type of person where I like to be happy all of the time. I like to be happy. I don't like to dwell on things because I find no point on it. And so sometimes if I'm going through some, I will completely try to block it off and I will try to focus on other things and I'll push it to the back and that is more of a suppression so because I'm trying to overcome it because I'm trying to not be in this mind state anymore I am pushing it in the back burner instead of actually healing what is you know what I need what is asking for attention sometimes what happens is that our consciousness you know you have your conscious and your subconscious and I'm going to make another my next episode is going to be on the subconscious and conscious mind so I'll have it linked down below in a week but sometimes what happens is that with immense pressure with intense suffering your conscious mind withdraws and you no longer identify with the conscious mind now you are basically functioning through the subconscious mind And the only way that pain can survive is if it's in the subconscious. Because when we talk about pain bodies, I've touched on this a little bit before, but I'll go ahead and bring it up a little bit. Pain bodies are pain that we have felt that has not been able to process or has not been able to have healed yet. And so if you're someone who you are suffering so so much or there's something that you have gone through that's really really painful we don't want to feel pain all of the time all of the day so sometimes what we do is we push it to the subconscious mind and our conscious mind withdraws we don't want to feel that weird we don't want to be in the moment feeling and suffering and feeling that pain so we are consistently running off of old patterns old beliefs these pain bodies become a part of us because we have not been able to let them go and so most of us are not aware that we're still holding all of this pain from traumas of the past and this is where anxiety comes in now you are identifying with this pain body and you're going to do everything in your power to protect yourself from something that the mind thinks can cause this again something that the mind thinks will cause you to be to come into this painful conscious person again and it's also really important to realize that there's no one who is entirely free from pain and suffering everyone goes through some people it's worse than others and you know no one's pain is more you know valid than someone else's everyone's pain is different but everyone's pain is valid and when we talk about the mind Some people are able to let things go a little bit easier and some people are not. We have over 50,000 thoughts in one day. Average person has over 50,000 thoughts in one day. And 80 to 90% of those thoughts are negative thoughts. So most people are suffering from anxiety. And they're suffering from anxiety because they are not conscious of it. They are not aware 
of what is happening in the moment. Most people are not living in the moment. When you are driving, do you think about you sitting in the car, you holding the steering wheel, looking at the sunset, looking at the cars, listening to the sounds? No, most of us are unconscious. Most of us are driving unconsciously. Most of us are in our head about what happened yesterday and who said what and what we're going to do later and how this needs to get done at this time and we're not living in the moment. We're not feeling all of our senses in the moment. We're not tasting, smelling, touching. We're not being and living in the moment and this is how we are subconsciously living. We're not consciously living and when you're subconsciously living, like I told you, the pain bodies live subconsciously so we're consistently thinking if we're not in the moment you're either thinking about the past or you're thinking about the future so we have to become aware that these thoughts are not you so take a moment right now to feel what you're doing silence your mind listen to my voice and just think about what you're doing in the moment are you holding your phone feel yourself holding the phone are you laying down sitting down feel the senses of your body laying, resting on something, what is it that you're doing in the moment? And take a moment to think about the what's happening right now, but don't become the thoughts. Become aware of what is happening. Become aware of my voice. Become aware of the noises around you. That person right there is who you are in your natural form. You are a conscious being. The thoughts are not you. So even though you have thoughts coming around, and this is where meditation comes into play. Even though you have thoughts coming around and you know you might have an opinion, some people are able to last a little bit longer without thinking because they practice things like uh, meditation. But these thoughts are not you. You are the awareness of these thoughts. And so when you see it from that perspective, you realize that you telling yourself you're not good enough, you telling yourself that you are always going to be poor, that you are always going to, you know, you're never going to be enough. All of these negative thoughts that we have are not you. They are pain bodies from the past. What these pain bodies do is that they trick you into aligning with them. They are unconscious pain bodies that can only survive if you are unconscious, if you are conscious about the thoughts that are going in through your head and you don't identify with them, they cannot survive because you're able to cancel them out. You're able to tell yourself and become aware that they're there, become aware that you're thinking of them, but knowing that they are not you, that these thoughts are not you. And I know it can be a little bit harder for people who don't practice things like being mindful or meditating because it's a little bit hard to be living in the moment, right? But once you start becoming aware of what you're consistently saying to yourself, you're going to start having a breakthrough. Now, there is a type... I've always had anxiety, but I didn't know how severe it was because I was going through this for such a long time. I'm talking about years, guys. I was going through this for years and I don't think anyone around me realized how like severe it was. And maybe a few people have realized it, but not to the extreme that it was. But I was going through this for such a long time that I wasn't aware of 
how negative it was impacting me. And I had been thinking these intrusive thoughts for such a long time that I didn't realize how much and how frequently I was thinking them. And when I had my spiritual awakening, they completely stopped. These negative thoughts that I had completely had stopped for like a good, I'm going to say like a year or so. And they started coming back again. And I was getting so frustrated with myself because I couldn't get them to stop. And me trying to get them to stop is what led it to becoming worse and worse and worse. And it got to a point where I just could not deal. Like, (laughs) I was like completely over it. Like, I literally would wake up and I would be like, what is the point of life? Like, what is the point of me living if this is all that life is? And it started getting really bad. So I haven't prayed in a really, really long time. Like, I haven't really prayed. And because after I became became spiritual, even when it comes to like the term God itself, it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable using the term God, just because I feel like it's the image that comes to you when you think God isn't like what I believe in anymore. Not that I don't believe in God, but what I'm saying is like the, whatever, the, the image that's attached to that name. I like using, you know, God, the universe or the creator or Uh, whoever it is, you know, but I stopped praying along with using the term God in that way because it just gave me like a weird type of like energy and I always wake up thankful. I always thank God for everything that I have, for the roof that I have, for the car, for my daughter being, you know, happy and healthy, for my family being happy and healthy and I'm so thankful for a lot of things and I always talk to God, but I haven't really prayed in a long time. I've manifested. I've, you know, I manifest and I try to bring things into my fruition. But prayer and manifestation are different. Let me know if you guys want me to make a podcast on how they're different. But I haven't prayed in a really, really long time. And when my anxiety started getting super, super, super bad, like, super bad and it's crazy because you can have so much anxiety and you can live a normal life you know you would never think that people are going through you know but I would I got to a point where it was just so bad and so I decided to pray because it was just too much and when I was praying for I'm gonna say like two weeks right I would sit down And I was like, yo, God, like, (laughs) help me out. Like, dude, like, I need some help right now. Pull up on me because your girl is struggling. And when I do pray, I do say it in a way that is like me talking to a friend. I don't really, like, do the most because, you know, God is within you. You are an extension of God. So you are deserving of of everything and anything in this world and so when I pray I just want it to feel like it's someone who you know has my back and so I was praying for like a week or two and all I would say is like you know what like I'm thankful for everything that I have I I'm, I'm just grateful for being a person who has access to the internet who has the ability to wake up and feel safe 
You know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm blessed, but I need your help. I need you to come scoop me up because I'm struggling. And I would, all I asked for, I didn't even ask for anything in specific. All I asked for was a miracle. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't know what you have to do to like help me out, but I need a miracle. And so I was just praying for a miracle. That's all I really prayed for because that's how severe things were. Like I really needed something like that. And whatever, two weeks passed and me and my daughter, we always have movie nights and me and my daughter, we have a special type of connection. Like we are just like, I I honestly think she is my twin flame because we are just so in sync. I can be thinking about a number and I'll ask her, pick a number one through five. And she will always pick the number that I'm thinking about. I can be thinking about like, hmm, like in my head, like, you know, chilling in the same room. I'll be like, damn, like I'm really craving a salad right now. And two seconds, three seconds later, she'd be like, mom, let's make a salad. Like, it's honestly, it trips me out, like, how in sync we are and how we are able to, like, detect each other. Like, it's just crazy. But um, we were watching a movie. We were having a movie night, and we picked a movie. And I'm not going to tell you guys what movie it is because it's a little bit more personal. But I decided I'd pick the movie, right? And I decided to pick this movie. And as we were, like going through it um and before we started the movie I she she told me that she was like mom she's like you know God is always sending us messages through dreams and like just signs you know when with throughout life right and I was like yeah like whatever I didn't really think anything too much of it because she is really woke like she is so in tune with herself and the universe and she has her own belief systems and everything right but I'm always listening to like what she believes in and it was nothing crazy like nothing out of the ordinary and whatever we ended up watching this movie and in the movie was basically someone who was going through who was suffering from what I was going through and at the end they basically talked about how what it was that this person was going through and what caused it and it was what it was like this movie was meant for me to see it like what this person was going through and why they were going through it had everything to do with me and it brought me back to me and it brought me back to what I had experienced because it was the same traumatic experience and I was like balling like I was well I wasn't balling but I was trying to hold in my tears because I'm I'm not the type to like cry in front of her but I was like trying to hold my tears and I was like yo like this is literally what I've needed because when you're trying to overcome something like anxiety or depression you need to find the root of the cause and I was struggling with trying to figure out why this intrusive thought kept coming into my mind when it wasn't really the thought itself that was bothering me it's like it was instead of it being the thought itself that was bothering like when I would think about whatever it was that I kept thinking about consistently it wasn't really 
that, if that makes any sense. Like, I would think of that, but I would be more annoyed of me thinking that and feeling that way. But it wasn't re didn't really have anything to do with that specific intrusive thought. And so seeing this movie, it really, it felt like I finally figured it all out. It felt like I finally realized why, what belief I had in place that kept making me think about this. And... After me trying to like hold in my my tears and like almost bawling right in front of her, I was like just shook. Like I was already like immediately like reading up on this and like trying to find some books to to understand the psychology of what I was going through because I finally had the answer to what caused me to have this severe extreme form of anxiety. And at the end of the movie, <laughs> at the end of the movie, my daughter looks at me and she's like, mom, she's like, you know how God is always sending us messages? Like everything happens for a reason. I was like, yeah. She was like, what do you think was the reason for us watching this movie? Like, what do you think was the reason for us watching this movie in specific? What do you think the message was? What was the reason for us? And guys, I literally could not, <laughs> I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even in the moment, like, I was just like, yo, like, everything happens for a reason, and I honestly, truly felt like in that moment, my prayers were answered, because I was praying for a miracle, and ever since that day, you guys, like, these intrusive thoughts went from 100 to 5%, like, I still feel like I, I still think about it sometimes, but I am just on a different level. I feel like I'm being myself again. I feel like my confidence and my and everything is just starting to come back up. So I'm going to explain to you guys how you guys can overcome anxiety and depression based off of how I've been able to overcome it. So first of all, it's about becoming aware of these thoughts right and most of the time it has nothing to do with the thoughts themselves and I'm going to explain to you how so for example let's say there's someone who you bump into really hard at Target and they completely flip out they're pissed they're like just you know they're not understanding what's happening it's not really the fact that you bumped into them it's pain bodies that are using that to express themselves because pain can only feed off of pain if you are someone who you don't have a lot of pain bodies and someone bumps into you you're not going to freak out you're not going to go crazy but now that person has an excuse on why they need to be mad at the world why after the situation they have to walk out and drive crazy and piss everyone else off and trigger more more pain bodies right because there's this pain body within them that is using this other annoyance this pain to feed off to make their you know their unconscious pain bodies feed off of them and so it's not usually always really the intrusive thoughts themselves there is something linked to that there are things that are lying unconsciously that you need to become aware of and one of the ways that I figured out how to become aware of this is I got this book called you are a badass uh, I forgot the author's name I'll go ahead and link it down below so you guys can get that exact one. I do get a commission from it. 
with no cost to you so I thank you guys in advance but this book really helped me out because there is this part where I read where basically I decided to bring up all of these unconscious beliefs that I had that I didn't know I had because you can be someone who you're like well you know let's say you're struggling with money you can say well, I don't think, well, I love money, you know, I love money, like, you know, they always say, like, you have a unconscious desire of, of, you have an unconscious thought of it being evil, of there not being enough, of it being hard to get, and you're just like, no, I don't, like, you know, you're trying to bring in this awareness and thought of it not being that way, but sometimes we actually do hold these beliefs unconsciously because of certain things that have happened to us in the past maybe your mom or your parents didn't couldn't afford to give you a dollar for the ice cream truck they always told you about how hard it was to get money how money doesn't grow on trees and now you have this fear with money because you feel like it'll run out if you never had enough of it but basically what I did was I wrote down all of the negative things that I felt and there was so much more than what I would would have liked to admit to. It was really hard for me to admit to these things, but they were true. There were things that I felt that were true because it wasn't happening for me. I wasn't healing. I wasn't able to let go of certain things. And the list was pretty long. Like it was pretty long. And I was like, you know what? Let me just be honest with myself. So I wrote down this whole list of things that I believed. And when I seen everything that I believed, I wrote down on the other page contradicting it. So if I said, I am unworthy, on the next page, I would say, I am worth everything that life has to give. If I said something like, I am unlucky, I wrote down next to it, the universe is always presenting itself with unconditional and the best opportunities for me so basically I was contradicting everything and now I had this awareness of these beliefs that I had so that within itself was helping me out because now I was aware of what I was thinking and how I was reacting and those thoughts when they would come into my head I was able to correct them and be consciously aware of these unconscious pain bodies and contradict them because your mind is just trying to heal you your mind not heal you your mind is just trying to protect you and so every time you try to venture out or do something new or try something new or meet someone new or fall in love or make create a friendship you're always gonna have your mind usually like I said 90 to 80 percent of your thoughts are negative we're gonna tell you this person is unloyal this person can be unfaithful this person you cannot trust them because remember last time when this happened that's what your mind is basically doing to protect you your mind was created for man to be protected and so that was one of the things that I did right so now I was aware of everything that I believed and all of the things that were happening to me something else that I did to overcome these intrusive thoughts and this feeling I wasn't really depressed I was more I was basically depressed because I couldn't overcome 
my anxiety. Like that's what was causing my depression was that I, I felt like I'm such a powerful person. I have so much control over mine. I, I, I meditate, I take care of myself. I am, you know, I feel worthy. Subconsciously, I obviously didn't, but I felt like this was the only thing that was really stopping me from anything and it would make me depressed. So something else that helped me like right before I had this, what would you, what I would call as a miracle before I had that, um, what I was going through, I would never talk about it. Never to no one, no one knew, like no one knew. And it was so hard for me to admit that I was going through. Like it was so hard for me to just be like, you know, this is what's going on in my mind. But what I decided to do was when you don't let things out, you know, thoughts are energy. Emotion is where thoughts and your physical body meet. That's what you call emotion. And if you don't let these emotions out, if you don't talk about thoughts, they stay in you. There's nowhere that they can go. They stay in the subconscious mind and are going to be brought up consistently. So I started talking to myself in the car and it was so hard for me to admit what I was going through out loud because it felt so like my ego was hurt like I didn't want to admit that I was going through what I was going through it was so hard for me to admit it so even just sitting there and thinking about like me talking like I I was like you have to say out out loud say say what you're struggling with out loud and I was by myself in the car as I was driving but it was so hard for me to say it and when I started talking out loud and I started talking to myself out loud as as if I was talking to someone else the thoughts, these negative things started going away and I started talking to it like if I was talking to a therapist and it's so, guys, having a therapist is not something that should be looked down upon. When I was younger, I used to go to a therapist and I felt like it never helped because I was never open to talking to my therapist. Like I I never really opened up to her about what I was going through. But having a therapist now is not anything to be ashamed of. So if you still don't feel comfortable talking to people, talk to yourself and it's going to start bringing up what you might be going through that you don't really know and understand. Like I said, what I was going through, it had nothing to do with the intrusive thoughts themselves. It was with certain beliefs that I had about myself that stemmed from when I was a child. And I didn't realize how severe this situation impacted me because it was something that I pushed back to my subconscious mind and so it held a subconscious belief within itself. Pray. Pray for whatever you want healed to heal. Ask for guidance and ask for the truth to be revealed to you. Sometimes we're so caught up in the storm that We can't see clearly and we can't understand why we feel the way that we feel. Most of the time it's because we have these subconscious beliefs that we're holding that are who we are. And usually when you're trying to overcome things like this is why I say don't make it the priority to overcome it. Make it the priority to lessen the anxiety and the depression that you might have. Because the first step, like I said, is becoming aware of what you're saying to yourself and seeing why you're saying to it and the belief that you have with that write it down see what beliefs you might have that are still in place that no longer resonate with you that no longer suit you i feel like people don't really realize like 
when you're born, you're born a conscious being, right? You're born trying to understand the world. You're trying to figure out, you know, how to, how to walk, how to talk, what languages. If you are exposed to things like violence and your parents arguing and things like that, you might connect that to being normal and to being part of life and how things should be. And then you get into an abusive relationship and you settle for less. Things, small things like that stick with you because they're beliefs. And most of us are carrying beliefs that are not even our beliefs. They're beliefs that have been put onto us mainly by our parents, not their fault, but because, you know, they've been conditioned by their parents. But society, we have these beliefs of how we should look, how relationships should be. And we don't give ourselves room to heal from traumas because we put it on the back burner. The first step is figuring out what beliefs you have behind the depression, behind the drama. Because when you are living in the moment now, in this moment right now, you are taking in with all of your senses what is happening in the moment. You are okay with what is. Pain is the resistance to what is you would not be upset if you are living in the moment right now you're not going to be thinking about the past or the future you're not going to be resisting it so it's important to be okay with having anxiety and depression it's okay to feel certain ways like your pain is valid but try to not identify with it become aware become conscious of what you're thinking so that you're able to contradict it with powerful affirmations and when I say my affirmations now I know a lot of people like well you know I say all of these different things but it never works out for me you have to connect emotion to it and you have to psych yourself into believing it like if I'm telling myself I'm just going to use the example of uh, I'm worthy for example if there is an intrusive thought that keeps coming into my mind telling me why I'm not worthy I'm gonna say I am worthy until I believe it like I'll say it over and over and over again until I believe it and it literally brings a peace over me but yeah um that's basically the advice that I have it's how I've been over able to overcome what I've been going through like I tell you guys like I am I feel like a completely different person I have found what has been holding me back I've been healing it I haven't been trying to like completely overcome it and push it back because that's what was stopping me was that I was trying to overcome it so I was blocking it instead of healing it so allow yourself to feel what you're feeling be in the moment recognize where it's coming from and contradict it challenge the thought with a positive thought challenge it with these powerful affirmations and hopefully it will bring you guys a form of peace little by little but thank you guys so much for tuning in i appreciate you guys miss you guys and that is it i'll see you guys in my next episode peace